Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about floating. Reviewing the technique versus executing the technique. And this is a question that was sent in via email from Dave, and I want to answer it. And now for Dave's question, I'm going to read his email and then we're going to get right to his answer. Hello. First, I want to say how wonderful you are as a person and how grateful I am for your podcasts. You are a blessing to so many. Please don't ever stop. My question, I understand the concept of floating. However, when I'm feeling anxious, I tend to mentally tell myself the steps versus executing them. Parentheses, I believe, close parentheses. In other words, I feel anxious and I say, okay, now you need to float. Loosen tension, let go, be with it. Don't judge it. And I stay in this mode while at the same time trying to execute it. I'm not sure if this is causing me issues. Parentheses, I'm highly analytical and parentheses with being able to float. Am I saying what I need to do versus actually doing? Parentheses, my wife says I do this all the time. End of parentheses. I would appreciate your thoughts and a big thank you. Well, Dave, thank you for your kind words and for being part of the listening family. My goodness, we love having you out there. I love knowing that you're out there and that you're working on your floating. You asked an awesome question. And what this brings up is the very subtle nature of making changes in our lives in all kinds of areas, but very specific. We're going to talk about the floating and change has a lot that goes on with it. We don't just make up our mind to do something. There are a lot of little nuances to this. So. I want to let you know, first of all, that I hear this question a lot, and it's funny that you say that you are analytical, and I love that your wife gets it. Um, that's really, of course, people outside of us actually see us quite clearly sometimes that things that we don't even see about ourselves. So she's right on to tell you the truth. Um, uh, and this is not uncommon, Dave. Many people do this. You are not alone. Often, People can tell me back word for word the instructions I have given either here on the podcast or in a one-on-one coaching situation or in the group, and they can tell me word for word what to do. I mean, they've really got it down. And intellectually, they understand it. There's, I, they don't, they're not questioning it or uh, unsure of what, what it really means but they have not embodied it in the least. So what I told Dave in the email that I sent him back was, for now, why not change his languaging to something that brings it into the present moment? For example, he could be saying things like, I'm relaxing my shoulders. 
I'm breathing slowly and those type of things where it's, he's bringing it into, he's saying what he's doing versus just repeating uh, what he needs to do. Like he said in the email, okay, now you need to float, loose intention. It's kind of like telling yourself what to do versus telling yourself that you're doing it. If we tell ourselves that we're doing it, we'll probably be more apt to do it. And so that was the first thing I wanted him to, to consider. And what I want to get on to now, I told him I would give him more when I read it on the, on the show. So we can tell ourselves a recipe for a new cookie, let's say, let's say something really yummy. But unless we actually put the flour in the bowl and put the egg in the bowl and the chocolate chips or whatever, the walnuts, we are not going to be able to taste the cookies. We have to actually do it. We can tell people the recipe. We can have memorized it. But until we actually take our body and all of our senses and go and do it, we're not going to be able to enjoy the cookie. So I want you to be able to do this with all the stuff that we talk about here. You might understand how important it is to meditate, but unless you're doing it, it doesn't matter. We have to actually put our body into the picture for this healing to take place. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So I had wrote down a couple of notes here. I want to go through them. Yeah, Dave, you said you were highly analytical. I get it. A lot of my clients are highly analytical. Very, uh, I have very analytical thinking going on with people. Uh, type A, getting things done, um, but and uh, and understanding things, but actually thinking that the understanding of it is it is it happening, and it's not, and that's exactly what your wife was pointing out to you. She's pretty awesome. 
And it may be that you are understanding the steps and the concepts really well in your head. And I think that what you're failing to do is to actually feel these things in your body. And we need to practice this by doing it. And we can all do it right in here, right now. Let's all use the floating as a, pl- a point that we can work on right this minute. Everybody's thinking about something. You're listening to the show, but you probably have some things in the back of your head that are going on too. And then if you can just not say the words to yourself, let's use Dave's words right from the email here. Okay, now you need to float. Loosen tension. Why don't we all just say, I'm loosening tension. And at the same time that you're saying it, when you're practicing something like this, at the same time that you're saying it to yourself, you want to actually loosen tension. Now, let's try the real obvious places first, where shoulders, neck, jaw, a lot of people tighten their fists, loosen those. They might curl back up again. Your shoulders might go back up into earrings again later. That's okay. For now, say loosening tension. I'm loosening the tension and let those things relax. Just do it with the words. And this is why we practice. This is what meditation is. It is a set aside time to practice these things so that when we're out in the world, they come more naturally to us. What we learn and practice in meditation is going to serve us all day. It isn't all about just doing something to feel better because often meditation doesn't feel better. It's about practicing so that when we we set 20 minutes aside or five, wherever you're at, and we do, you could do this as your meditation, Dave. You could sit and you could practice floating. That could be your meditation time and loosen and actually feel your body doing it. And that way, when you are out in the world and you're having a tense situation, and you feel your anxiety rising, you'll be able to go here because you know the way. What happens is we want to do it out in life, but we haven't practiced it. We don't know the way home. But if you practice it in your meditation or as a separate practice altogether, you will be able to do it much more easily when life throws you a tense moment. So the work now is to drop the knowing um, and to drop the knowing down from the head, from your intellect, into your body, into your heart, and actually feel the muscles relax, feel your breath slow, and to feel the floating sensation in your body that you know, we can't float when we're tense. You can't float with fists and your shoulders up around your ears and legs all tight and your face scrunched up. That isn't how we float. The only way to float in water is to relax our muscles and we become buoyant. It's the, it's an awesome thing when you first learn that. Oh my gosh, I just have to relax and I pop up to the top. 
And this is what we need to do in order to stop the cycle from continuing because tight muscles tell our body or is a message from our body to our mind and our brain that there is something wrong. You're ready to fight. You're all tensed up, ready to go or ready to run. And there's not anything wrong. We want to relax those muscles. We want to float. So I want to give you some tips to try. I got three ideas here. I think everybody can try these. Try to begin training your body to feel this by practicing this floating when you're laying down. I think that's a nice way to do it because it's going to replicate what you would be doing in the water, right? If you were in a beautiful, still lake. Um, I come from a place in central New York and our shop was on the lake and it wasn't always still and calm, but when it was, oh, it was like a mirror. And so I can just picture myself out there in the lake and just floating in that beautiful beautiful, calm water with being supported. The nice thing about water is can relax in it, but we're still supported by it. So practice this floating and moving it from your mind down into your body when you're laying down. And number two, try using some visualization. Like I said uh, in step one there about using a calm lake or a pond or find your own thing. Maybe it's the ocean and you're just rising and falling with the wave as you are um, floating in it. And really use the mind's eye. Some people visualize very easily. Other people do not. So if you can't visualize this, don't worry about it. Use your body in other ways. Relax your muscles and actually feel the your senses just relaxing. Smell the ocean air in your mind. But if you can't, don't have that kind of imagination, it's okay. Just let the muscles go and let your breath change. This is important. This is something we have with us all the time, and it really changes the message that we're giving our mind and body about our state. You have control over that. So slow your breathing by letting your exhale be longer and slower. If you go to episode 211, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, and I have a, uh, there's a floating episode that might be helpful to you. So episode 211, and the link will be in the show notes. And number three, I want you to try the body scan. Again, this is a great one to be doing lying down. I'll have that link in the show notes also. This one you can do lying down, and it's a great way to practice getting in touch with your mind and your body's ability to connect, not just think. Your mind is not just there to think, and your brain isn't just there to think. It is part of your whole, and you can connect the mind and the body and practice this by using the body scan and learning how to direct your mind to where you want it to go in your body. It's linking them together. We're, we're using our mind and we're telling it, it, you'll see in the body scan, we're going to our toes, you know, where we're going. And it really is a, a very good practice in co concentration along with relaxation. So give those a try.
I hope this has been helpful for you, Dave. And I so appreciate you opening up and sending that question in because it gave me the opportunity to share this with everyone. If you have a question that you would like answered on the show, you can either send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com, or you can go on to our homepage on the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and there's a microphone on the right-hand side. You get to leave a audio message and or question, and I will play that on the air. And now for today's quote. Through meditation and by giving full attention to one thing at a time, we can learn to direct attention where we choose. And that's from Eknath Eswaran. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.